0: Welcome to Slay In Your Lane Podcast 2.0. So today we are completely launching our new podcast and I am so excited for everyone. This new podcast is not only going to give you value, but it's going to show you how to get to certain places in your career or how to start up an organization or business and the questions that you might have for those people. So now I am interviewing everyone in those fields to ask them how they got to where they are today or how they are currently starting today at a young age. In addition, I will be continuing with my productivity hacks and I will even be talking about social media in the mix just like before, but I am also going to be asking those who are truly knowledgeable in their fields more so than any questions that you could possibly ask me. Today I am interviewing someone who I go way back with, not only did we have high school class together, an AP government and politics where I learned that I definitely didn't want to be a lawyer because believe it or not that was a phase of mine. But I also met this incredible person who eventually went into local politics in my community and when I went to college he was the only other person from my town that actually went to my college and we actually had class together my first semester of freshman year because I was a geology major and it was an intro geology class and he was a general science major and he will be talking all about how he got from general science to politics. Our guest today is Brandon Robbins. Now, Brandon Robbins is a current final semester senior at the University of Massachusetts in Lowell. And upon graduating, Brandon will be continuing his education at UMass Lowell, pursuing a master's in public administration with a focus in human services management. In addition to his education, Brandon is currently the assistant manager at a local nonprofit organization in Leominster, Ginny's Helping Hand, here, Brandon is an advocate for numerous residents in the community and works with the public to provide emergency food, clothing, and shelter. Since graduating from Leminster High School in 2014, it's Brandon's ultimate goal to give back to the community of Leminster because he truly believes that it has helped shape him into the person he is today. Brandon has decided to run for an at-large seat on the Leminster School Committee. As a school committee member, Brandon will work for every student in the city of Leominster to ensure that they are able to receive the best education that can be provided to them. Additionally, Brandon plans to continue to address the important issues of transparency and fiscal responsibility of the school committee to ensure that the students in the Leominster public schools are not negatively impacted due to a flawed system. Finally, Brandon's mission as a school committee member is to ensure that every student who enters the Leminster public school systems receives more opportunities for success than the last one who left the system, because our system is always getting better. And not only has he done all this, I would like to remind everyone that he is only 23 years old. He has accomplished so much and is destined to be Leminster's next mayor, I swear to God. <laughs> So it is fascinating to listen to this interview of how he got started in local politics. Because at the age of 23, he's at every single festival, school event, everything. You see him everywhere. And to just see his commitment to not only the city and the school committee, but to also see his commitment to Ginny's in the local food pantry is just incredible to have that much knowledge of a nonprofit and local politics at his age. Thank you for coming on the show, Brandon. Can you tell Slain Your Lane listeners what exactly it is that you do?
1: Yeah, so uh, I uh, not only uh, part of my job during the day, I work at a nonprofit in Lemonster. It's a small uh, nonprofit that's been around for almost thirty years now. Um, it's called Ginny's Helping Hand. We're primarily a food pantry, but we also help people with clothing assistance as well as um, emergency shelter. Um, So that's kind of my daytime thing. And then currently at night, I'm uh, working on a local election. I'm uh, running for school committee in Leominster.
0: So how did you get started in what you're doing?
1: Uh, So this really goes back to my senior year in high school. Um, So my senior year in high school, I had the opportunity to work on an independent study with one of the teachers there, um, and I decided to focus on uh, the local elections in Leominster at the time, and there was a mayoral race going on then. I decided to you know, focus really hard on that um, because I, it was something that really interested me. Um, from there, I saw the two candidates debate. I ended up really liking one of the candidates, worked with that candidate, and that was kind of my first exposure to the public sector of things. That candidate didn't end up winning, unfortunately. But um, since then, uh, I I enrolled at Keene State College, where I was majoring in education, which was followed by chemistry. S- couldn't really find where my niche was, um, and then when I, I transferred to UMass Lowell uh, in 2016, and realized that politics was really, you know, what lit a fire on in me so um because of that i uh majored in political science moving back home i was able to start my job at Ginny's. Uh, And currently the assistant manager there, as well as being at home, I was able to really dive farther into the local politics. Um, So that's where I got um, involved two years ago in 2017, running for Leominster City Council was a great experience. Unfortunately, didn't win my first time out, had a great showing and since then decided to run for school committee.
0: Did you know you wanted to get into politics when you were younger, or was it something that really just interested you once you got to college? Because I know we had class together when we were younger for AP Government and Politics.
1: Uh, So when I went into college, I thought that's what I wanted to do. Unfortunately, I let some people talk me out of it. Um, you know, there was the comments that you won't make any money doing that. There were the comments that, you know, you, um, it it just doesn't seem like you have the personality for that. And it it was unfortunate that I I let that get to me, um, because I, I had to go on this path, you know, around up and around the bend before I got to where I am today.
0: Do you have a mentor, anyone who's guided you on your way to being involved in politics?
1: Um, so really my mentor really is the person that I started, um, you know, working on the local election for Sue Shalafu Zephyr. She's currently my boss um, at Ginny's. Um, and I just really look up to her, um, I her confidence, her her dedication, not only to the Ginny's side of things, but she's also on the Lemonster City Council. So also part of that is just her time management, being able to manage all of that going on and maintain, you know, a, a personal life.
0: What has been your biggest struggle up to date with getting involved in politics or getting involved in the nonprofit sector?
1: So I would say there's kind of it's kind of like a double faceted thing. What I was talking about earlier with um, letting people talk me out of uh, t- obtaining my goal, I would say is one part of it. Um, doing what I want to do is is what's important and not letting people get in the way. But also on the other side of that token is the because they were saying th- those things to me, I was almost internalizing them and letting myself believe that I wouldn't be able to do what I wanted to do. So it overall, it was just kind of that letting people talk me out of, you know, my goals.
0: I can completely relate to that. When I was a sophomore, I was thinking about switching over to business with an entrepreneurship minor and I was completely talked out of it by the guy I was dating at the time which looking back was completely ridiculous but he kind of thought it was like beneath me because he's like you're too intelligent for that you can just teach yourself that so I ended up sticking with my three science majors but then I also did teach myself all the stuff on the side so I can completely relate and it definitely is this internal struggle feeling like you're doing something wrong almost. So how did you not let people talk you out of it?
1: Um, so, you know, after the fact of realizing education and chemistry, you know, just I did well, but it, it, I wasn't happy doing it. Um, so I switched to political science and I made it my mission to to make it known that this is what I wanted to do and that I was going to be good at doing it. Um, I learned how to network with people how to, you know, create those relationships so that if I wanted a job in the public sector, I could get it. My relationship with Sue Shalifu Zephyr was the perfect example. She had that opportunity for me at the nonprofit Ginny's um, to, to really get my foot in the door. And I, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for, for, the, for that learning process
0: what is the biggest piece of advice that you would give your younger self starting out in politics for someone who is also interested in going into this field?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, my, my biggest piece of advice is go after your dreams. Um, it doesn't matter what other people say about what you want to do or the path you want to take to get there. You need to do what makes you happy and what makes you feel good about what you're doing, um, it, which is a huge part of it. Um you don't want to, you know, listen to what other people are saying because you know deep down what what's going to work for you.
0: What was your biggest fear or reservation that you had when you were starting out?
1: So being in the political aspect of things, um you really do run into that fear of, you know, what is the right thing to say? What is the, the right way to say it? Um so I I guess on the political side that's my biggest fear. I'm um, thinking about the nonprofit side. Um, I, I'm I'm going for my master's in public administration. So finding a job that that really makes me happy and giving back it, it is the biggest the biggest part of it. That will also be able to sustain you know my lifestyle.
0: What has been the biggest or the most beneficial social platform that you have used for either working with the nonprofit Jennies, the food pantry? Or with starting your political career,
1: um, I love Facebook. I have found that um, it's made it easy for me to connect with every generation. I think Facebook um, is really at that point where we've it's made itself so that it's good for generations. You know, two or three. Be- Uh, Ahead of me and and behind me that I'm able to connect with everybody as well as the fact that, um, you know, I can make posts for, you know, three months down the road today. So I can it really allows me to, to plan out my time more efficiently.
0: Yeah, I think social media has just played such a big part of starting up organizations and businesses and even getting involved in politics that has really just given our generation an advantage that no other generation has really encountered. Is there a particular method you use to posting every day on Facebook?
1: Um, So I try to, uh, on the uh, political side of things first, I'll talk about, I really try to, you know. Post things that are meaningful in regards to how I stand on the issues, but as well about things I'm doing in the community. So if I'm going to events that involve the school department or you know a specific school, I make sure to post that. You know I make sure to post things that are relevant to the issues facing the schools. Looking at the Ginny's side of things, I, I try to you know promote Ginny's as much as I can. Obviously, I try to keep it to no more than one post a day because I don't want to bog people down in information. But I really want to make, you know, uh, Ginny's a na- a household name so that when people say, uh, where can I go to get some help? People think Ginny's Helping Hand in Lemonster is the place to go.
0: So how has the engagement been within the community? Has there been a certain reaction to things once you started posting more? Because compared to the other politicians in our community, I feel like you've been the most consistent and I feel like you've, brought the most information out there because I feel like being younger, you definitely have an advantage of knowing how to use social media. So has there been more interaction or attendance with certain things?
1: Um, so I've started to realize since taking over kind of the social media aspect at Ginny's that, um, people are really engaged with what I'm posting. Um, specifically I I can talk about a story that happened today Um, a lady sent me a I I posted a post about um, you know just kind of like a happy Tuesday post or something you know Tuesday is the first day of the week that Ginny's is back open after the weekend we're closed on Sunday and Monday so it was just to kind of open the week up and let people know come on down pay us a visit see what we're all about today uh, a older woman stopped in to ask me about the volunteer process because she saw my post on Facebook. I think that's phenomenal that because of Facebook, I'm able to start bringing in more volunteers to help give back to the community.
0: What have been some helpful resources that you have used or utilized when being involved with a nonprofit or even politics?
1: Um, so helpful resources there... Um, I guess one thing that I would really say is it's such an important resource, and I guess it's not a tangible resource, but networking is huge in the public sector. Um, knowing where you can send people for help, where you can personally get help or advice, is so big. Um, in the uh, our, kind of our nonprofit world, um, specifically like social service uh, nonprofit. There's a lot of organizations that do specific niche-like things. Um, Ginny's is a food pantry. Um, The Spanish-American Center does free meals on certain days of the week. Our Father's House in Fitchburg does housing. But the overlap or the connection between them is tough to do without those kind of relationships. So knowing who you can talk to about certain situations so you can get people in the community the help they need is you know, the biggest resource that I believe I have.
0: This is my favorite question. What is your purpose? Why do you wake up in the morning? What gets you motivated on the days that you just don't feel like going anymore?
1: Uh, I love this question. I have always, my goal has always been in life to help other people. I remember as a kid Thinking to myself that when I get older, I want to do something that I'm able to make a, a reasonable impact and, you know, someday be remembered. You know, people can look back and say, wow, this person really, really made a difference. Um, and I I would say that's really what gets me up in the morning. I work at a wonderful organization where I am able to make sure that people have clothing, people have food, and people have a warm or, you know, warm place to live with a roof over their head. That is so big for me. On the political side of things, um, being on the school committee would be a, another way for me to just kind of continue that that um, track of helping people. Um, the generation that is in our schools right now is the future. And if we don't set them up with the tools that they need for success, um, we're doing them a disservice. I am my my slogan, my my mission is putting kids first. We need to get back to making sure that every decision that we make is with the kids in mind first.
0: What inspires you to do what you do?
1: There are so many things that give me inspiration, but I, I just, I love seeing people walking away with a smile on their face because I or my organization made a difference in their life. Um, if you know somebody comes into to my food pantry or our food pantry to to get some help i know that they're going home with a month's worth of food to take care of you know themselves and their families and just seeing that they have that available to them is so inspiring to me and really makes me want to go to work every single day
0: how do you balance it all being a full-time college student working for Jenny's and also getting involved in politics. Do you practice any form of self-care to help you manage it all?
1: This is important to me as well because um, I try to, with my colleagues at work, really preach this. Um, We all do a lot of helping others at Jenny's, obviously, but sometimes we forget about what we need to do for our ourselves so uh, making time in my schedule so that I can spend time with some friends Um, one thing we've really gotten into is going bowling in Gardner on Friday nights or you know doing an escape room around the area something to just kind of get my mind away from all of the the things that I'm always doing and kind of give it a break and if that's so important because when I come back to it I'm re-energized and ready to go.
0: Do you have any daily rituals or morning routine?
1: Um, daily ritual-wise, um, I really... Um starting the cup of uh, day with a cup of coffee is a big thing for me. I don't know about everybody else, but uh, coffee really gets me kicked in and ready to go. I'm going into work a little bit before, um, you know, I have to be there to make sure that everything is all set and ready to go for the day. So I don't run into any issues throughout my day. And, you know, it can be as smooth as possible. Obviously, there is always, you know, there are, There are going to be curveballs that we run into with our days. But I think doing these kind of repetitive things in the morning over and over again help us try to avoid those things.
0: Do you have a particular book or podcast that you're just really a fan of or have found very helpful along the way?
1: Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of a nerd. Um, I love The Horse Race. It's a podcast about... um, Massachusetts politics, um, in general. Um, I love listening to them. They publish it. I believe it's every Thursday. Um, it's a great podcast and would suggest if anybody, you know, who's listening, uh, enjoys politics and, you know, specifically, uh, looking at Massachusetts, it's a great podcast to check out.
0: Now, where can we find you on social?
1: Um, so I am on every social media platform. Um, or all the major ones at least. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can find me on um Facebook at facebook.com dot slash elect Brandon Robbins. Um I also have my personal Facebook, Brandon L Robbins. Um Instagram and Twitter, it's BL ninety five. Um and I'd love for you to follow me and check out what I'm doing with every day.
0: Is there any Thing else you want to tell our audience
1: just thinking about jenny's if anybody you know is in the area who listens to this take some time to come on down and and visit us and see see what we do um i think a lot of the time people you know don't know about us or you know don't want to come in because they're embarrassed or whatever it is but come on down let me show you around it would be my pleasure to show you all of the amazing work that Ginny's does for Lemonster.
0: Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Now, it is just incredible to listen to how he got started and how he's continuing to grow personally and professionally at only the age of 23. Hopefully, this has been helpful to all those who are interested in getting involved in local nonprofits or in local politics. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Slay in Your Lane podcast. I love the new podcast setup, and I hope that is giving you so much value. You can find me at Bria, so that is J-U-S-T-B-R-I-A-E on Instagram, so you know exactly when all the new podcasts are being submitted, my YouTube channel, which is coming up, and also my book that is coming out shortly, so you can stay up to date if you follow me on that on all my social media platforms. In addition, if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. That way you can know all your notifications and you can give me feedback in order to make this a better podcast. See you next time.